another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Alpha Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Across the way, Danny. How you doing, man? Oh man, we survived a little mini heat wave, like a preview of summer to come. Somebody at my little game alliance says it was like 100 degrees in LA. I was like, that sounds terrible. Yes, it was like uh, my wife was talking to her mom in North Dakota, and it was like 100 degrees here one day, and it was snowing there the same day. Oh, it was snowing in North Dakota? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been very cold and rainy over here, on the, uh, at least on the New Jersey side. I was uh, I actually had a beanie on last night like as we went out to town to go shopping and whatnot. Make it sound like you live in North Dakota. We're going to town. Does anybody need anything? <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. We have to get a hotel because it's so far away. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe it's not I mean, really like... it's. Maybe it's just a thing you say when you start getting old. Maybe. Like, uh... Last night, we were at a friend's house for another friend's birthday party and stuff, and they were all kind of hanging out by the fire, and it was like 10, 30, 11, and we're like, all right, we got to go. And they're like, wait, what? And we're like, yeah, this is past our bedtime. <laughs> this is usually what time I'm waking up to get ready for work. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, by the time I get home and get to bed, um, I'll uh, be having to wake up. <laughs> yeah, so I took I went to two concerts this week. Real quick, and I, uh, one of them, it was pretty awesome because I got to take my niece to her first concert, mm -hmm. and she was like having so much fun and stuff, and like, but it was a school night. It was a Wednesday, and so we get there, and there's like no kids, and she's like, "Am I? I'm the only kid here," and I'm like, "Yeah, I think you're the only. I think we're the only irresponsible adults that let a kid come to a concert on a school night." Mm. I mean, and, that, uh, doesn't sound like your problem. Yeah, that's so. And I told her, I'm like. I'm like, maybe you can be my concert buddy. And I'm like, but if that's if you're going to be my concert buddy, I'm like, you better wake up for school tomorrow or else your mom's going to say no every time I ask her, for sure. <laughs> but if you wake up and you're ready to go to school and not being like a little jerk, then she might say yes occasionally. True. So, you know, I was told her I had tickets to go see 311. And she's like, she's like I want to go to that. And then we're talking about it a little bit later. She's like, yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to my mom, see if she'll buy me a ticket to go to the 9-11 concert. And I'm the, the what? 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 And she's like, uh, can, can we, can we, I went full like anime girl mode. She was like, uh, can we just, can we just forget I said that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, we can't. Uh, Danny just pulls out his like book. Stupid things my nieces have said to remind them on their wedding in the future. Remember when you asked me to take you to the 9-11 concert? Were you talking about the emergency phone number or the terrible day in American history? <laughs> uh, I have a question for you, Sean. I Hopefully I have an answer. Yes, you might. Are any of these relatively close to you? And I mean like maybe just make a day trip out of it kind of a thing field trip no edgewater inglewood cliffs or brick or have you even heard of any of them 
Uh, the last option. <laughs> I'd have to look the them all option. up. Yeah, I'd have to oh, look okay. them up. <laughs> Why? Because there was like this. Uh, there was a pancake place that looked pretty amazing that was on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Mm. Nice, and that's where they're. That's like their three locations. Yes. Mm. Edgewater, New Jersey, Inglewood Cliffs, and Brick, which just sounds like. That one just sounds like people ran out of names for cities in New Jersey as they were building it. Just like, so what do we name in this city? Uh, oh, there's a, a brick wall. Yeah, we'll just call it Brick. Is it Brick Township? It just says Brick. Mm. I, hit, I typed Zero. in Brick, New Jersey, and it brings up Brick Township. Maybe, I mean, it's, it's New Jersey. They're all townships, aren't they, technically? Uh, that's fair. I can't argue. I can't really argue with that. Yes. Well, the zip code left. for the place is zero eight seven two three. So, if that helps. Yeah, Brick Township is an hour and twenty minutes from me. What was that another one? Um. Technically, everything is. If it's in Jersey, it's technically a day yeah. trip. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of edge, Edgewater and Inglewood Cliffs. Okay, Edgewater is like an hour 40. It's literally on the Hudson River, like facing New York City. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not that one. I mean, I guess it, I guess it's appropriately named. It's on the edge of the water. Yes. Like how Riverside apparently at some point had a river, but doesn't anymore. <laughs> too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> and then there's Inglewood Cliffs. Which is... Probably next to other cliffs in New Jersey, if, if Edgewater is by the water. Um, It's also on the Hudson River, but further north. Oh, okay. So if you do go, I guess Brick Township is the way to go, huh? Unless you go to on your way yeah. to New York. Yeah, it's literally in the top right corner of New Jersey. Oh. Fun fact. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not worth driving out there for a pancake place. <laughs> At least I mean, there's, the there's pretty... yeah, there's one uh on the uh, close to the shore that's only that's only like an hour and twenty, so that would have to be the one in Brick Township. Yeah, because it's like it's Brownstone Pack Pancake Factory is the name of the place, mm. and like they had like a whole bunch of like just like thirty something pancakes on the menu. Interesting. Yeah, it is in Brick Township. Okay, close at four p.m. So I actually have to try to get up at a reasonable time. So that's so different. Which is funny because it says breakfast all day long, but I guess only when they're open. <laughs> exactly. Only the day ends at four p.m. Yes. Well, I guess if you're like an old person, like going to pancake places for a hobby, mm -hmm. you know that is when night nighttime is starting at four p.m. That's when you go for dinner. <laughs> right. Oh man! So, Sean, What's personal good? question: What are you drinking today? Personal question. Oh, I was gonna see. Oh, I'm like looking through the menu. I'm not ready to answer beer questions. I'm trying to figure out what's what's going on at this place. So, but I do have a beer in front of me. I had one of these last night. It is called Rip. 
and it is from Double Nickel. It is a juicy IPA with mango, double dry hopped with, uh, I don't even know how, Azaka and El Dorado hops. Hey oh, hey hey oh. I I like the Azaka hop because it's very pineapple-y in its taste. I know that one. That's one of the only hops I know. Mm -hmm. And by one of, I mean the only hop I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty um, mild IPA. Um, definitely much more, as they say, juicy. Because um, it, it does just act full of citrus flavors in, um, in the IPA as well. I was looking for something with mango last night because I was craving. This is the problem. I was craving a beer that I can't have, so I got a substitute. So, which you know, will never live up <laughs> to what you originally exactly. wanted. Like, uh, I mean, it, it it's it's okay, but it's not doesn't fill the the void of my heart of what I actually wanted. So, wait, did you what did you say the name of the beer was? Ripe. Okay. Or did so I say white, rip? Ripe. You what? said rip. I said rip. Ripe. I think it's ripe. Yeah. R-I-P-E. It, yeah, that's that's generally how ripe is spelled. Mm. Yeah, you're like, I wrote down rip, and I was going to look it up to see it, and it's like, double nickel ripe pineapple, double ripple, double nickel ripe mango both popped up, and I'm like, okay, but there's no rip. So <laughs> you, had the, you, had the, you said you had the mango? Yeah, mango. G-C-I-P-A with mango. The can's fancy. It looks like it has uh, mango slices on it. The way they did the art. It's so fancy you don't even know. <laughs> so, it's definitely a good beer. Like, I could, this is definitely, I mean, an IPA drinker's, like, summertime beer is definitely, less, like, much more, it's not as, like, bitter with hops and stuff. It's just more, like, just full of all the citrus notes you could ever want at a pool party. Sounds like fun. You can hang out with the Aquabats at the pool party. There's, <laughs> no pool, there's no pool at your school. There's no school at your pool either. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to be a dick and throw the Reggie bar in the pool. <laughs> Maybe. Don't tell me with a good time. <laughs> I can... Um, Pretty sure it was Caddyshack, where yeah, it's Caddyshack, where somebody threw the candy bar in the pool, and Bill Murray's character fished it out and took a bite out of it in front of everybody. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone's like, "Oh God, no! Why?" And he's just over here chilling. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. What are you having, bud? Oh, man, so I'm having from it's a collaboration between Solaris Brewing and Chubby Cheeks Meadery, also located in Temecula, California. Well, this is, I guess, Solaris is in technically in Murrieta, even though it's right on the border. Um, <laughs> very on the border, <laughs> yes. You, you get off an exit at Temecula to get there, 
Actually, technically, the exit you get off on is in the middle of Temecula and Marietta. Mm. There's, it's in no man's land. It's it's mm. international waters. <laughs> like if like if somebody got if somebody was murdered on this street, both them on that street, Marietta police and Temecula police would both show up and argue over jurisdiction. <laughs> no man, this is our case. Yeah. Uh, so this is it is called beer de miel. It is a honey saison. Mm-hmm. And um, in the fancy way of naming beers, beer de miel literally means beer with honey. <laughs> so it's fermented on locally sourced plum, apricot, and super bloom honey before being laid to rest in wine barrels for further aging. Mm. Refermented in bottle with more honey for a bright natural effervescence. Delicate stone fruit, floral, and honey aromas are followed up with restrained acidity, soft minerality and a dry finish yeah. made with chubby cheeks meadery so like when i smelt it it just smelt like it's gonna like pucker me up right like just super acidic yeah and sour yeah so i'm like oh man like my i get my stomach's just like clenching up like thinking that it's just like okay get ready for it here it comes you're about to get kicked in the dick there stomach if my the dick of my stomach but man drinking it the honey and the stone fruit yeah it just it it's kind of like how bottle logic beers where you smell them they're barrel aged beers and it just it's like i smell nothing but bourbon like i know this is supposed to be like the their raspberry their chocolate raspberry beer but it just smells like bourbon and then you drink it and you're like oh okay there's there it doesn't taste like bourbon it tastes like chocolate and raspberry this is weird <laughs> Yeah, man, this one, it's a lot easier to drink than than you would think. And I we had the discussion with one of the beers you drank semi-recently, mm-hmm. how stone fruits just seem to work really well in beers, especially sours. They hold up really well to the the flavor and the just the acidity of a sour beer. Yeah. No, yeah, I think, yeah, like my favorites is cherry and apricot are like my favorite sours. Yes, the creek. Mm-hmm. Classic style. You can kind of one of like the more, more easily accessible like sour beers is um Linderman's, something like that. I know you can get them like pretty much anywhere. It's like a European uh brewery, but they're like super mass produced, so you can get them at some even some better grocery stores. Um, but they have like their cherry sour, and that's usually like people's like introduction beer to sours, because like I said, it's pretty much widely available everywhere. Oh man, but it's it's pretty crazy though, like meeting like the brewers and the guys that work at um, Solaris, like just the way they act and their personalities and stuff. It's just like it's like wow, you guys make pretty fancy beers for how you like like your um, external image, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which uh, goes to show you again, don't don't judge books by covers. No, 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 no. We act professional, but we're not. Yeah, well, no, we never pretend to be. But they <laughs> like, you know, like they um they have like like last night they had like a um a skateboard shop down in Temecula de- like debuted like a video that they had done, and so they had a bunch of skateboarders and stuff there, and then like. One night when I was on vacation, they had a couple punk bands playing out on their patio. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's like, oh, here, try this fancy beer that's, you know, aged in wine barrels with stone fruit. And then we're going to use fancy words like effervescence. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, they make really good beer. I'm glad I joined their membership club. I just, it just sucks that it's so far away. <laughs> True. I mean, you can't be, it's probably just as bad as uh, when you joined up with um, the one in Orange County. Wait. Model Logic wasn't bad. Thank it was the one I joined up. Yeah. But no, no. The one it was it's it's be, it's be, it's worse than Bottle Logic, but better than um the Casa Agria, which was up in Oxnard. <laughs> like the last time I was there, I got my membership card and then they you know, they were talking about getting ready to have a their first um brewery uh uh, membership club special event because they're supposed to have two a year so i'll get to go to that hopefully it'll be fun and get a free and get a t-shirt that says i'm a member of their club it makes me feel special <laughs> i um, joined this yeah. membership and all i got was this t-shirt oh and, and some beer <laughs> that, that nobody else can buy <laughs> that's always nice and then it's cool too. Like if you go to the tap room, like they they didn't this last time, but the previous few times they had gone, they had a, one or two beers on tap that was uh, member exclusive. Ooh, how fancy! Oh, yeah. And they even have a, like on their menu, they have like a star coded systems to let you know like if it's like a can pour, or if it's a bottle pour, if it's like new. And then they had a special one, the different colored one for member club members only beer. Mm-hmm. So, oh man. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about modern times, how they shut down pretty much all of their uh, tasting rooms, except for four of them left. Like they're not in Portland anymore. They're not in LA. Mm -hmm. So uh, they just came out on this last week and announced that they're in even more financial trouble than people thought. Mm -hmm. So basically... Um, they're having to work with their bank um, and they've been uh, the bank is going to start litigation which will basically result in a court ordered receivership of modern times so basically the bank will own modern times mm -hmm. and so the bank will get gets to nominate someone who will oversee the sale and then the court if the when the when the court approves that person they will then have the final word on the financial decisions for the immediate future and in charge of the sale of the beer of modern times to someone. Yeah. And it says, well, this isn't a comfortable position for any company to be in. Uh, modern times is going to be sold go as going concerned, as opposed to turning off the lights and liquidating the equipment and inventory as a going, a going concern sale would raise the odds of the new buyer, keeping our talented staff, amazing products and renewed customers experience intact. Obviously this is not an ideal situation, but across a field of excluding exceedingly difficult choices, it's the best one available and is far preferable to seizing operations entirely. Mm -hmm. Um this financially aside, we have an amazing brand. On a more personal note, those of experience the last two years of modern times are absolutely certain of one thing. None of us would be here if we still didn't care about the brand and believe in its future. This has been an incredibly tough decision and a series of tough decisions. So basically, like People are saying that, you know, this doesn't stop um, 
them from like basically being sold to a big bank mm-hmm. like um i'm not a big bank but like a big brand like budweiser or somebody could buy them and there's nothing they can do about it yeah and then or like how uh green cheek got bought and basically they're shutting down all of their california operations and only going to have the the, brew, the brewery be like all their beers like be brewed in colorado somewhere hmm. so it just, and it sucks too because i haven't had a chance to get out there yet but i know a few people that have gone to their uh, anaheim location and it's supposed to be pretty nice except the questionable decision to put in a pool at a brewery <laughs> well it gets hot there i don't know if you know it i don't know if you knew this but it was over 100 degrees in southern california this week I mean, it was, but also, like, do you want to, like, hang out in a, in a pool at a brewery with a bunch of dudes that, is, like, haven't gotten out, have been drinking beers for a couple hours, but haven't gotten out? Uh, it is what it is, I guess. Just make sure you stock it full of chemicals. It'll be all right. Yeah. Like, I heard um, somewhere that said, that, like, if you go to, like, a public pool... And it just it just reeks of bleach. That's not because they just recently like cleaned the pool and put bleach in it. It's because that's the the bleach is like working extra hard to clean out whatever shit is in the pool that shouldn't <laughs> be there. Like bleach only smells like that when it's activated and is working. The chlorine. <laughs> yeah. It's like walking into a sushi place, and if you smell fish, then you should probably turn around and leave. Because only bad fish smells. <laughs> is that what it is? Only bad fish? Yeah. Only bad fish. Like the Sublime song. <laughs> Real bad fish. Oh, man. So, Elon Musk, the some reason he's the champion of Reddit, the hero of Reddit. I don't know about that anymore. I, well, I don't. There's Maybe. still some people that yes. will defend him to to the end with like no real reason why yeah oh i it was it was this i heard one of the best analogies and you could tie it to you elon musk as well but basically it was uh if loving a politician is like thinking a uh thinking the stripper likes you yes (laughs) yes or or thinking like a rich person cares about you yes and so one of the things you know Elon Musk has been doing is complaining on Twitter about how Twitter is censoring people. Mm-hmm. You know, which is it's like how conservatives are like conservative voices are being silenced. Said the guy on like the conservative news channel with you know millions of listeners and watchers and stuff. Yes, but uh, so he's going out and he's trying to buy the maximum amount of Twitter stock that he can, which I think is like twelve or thirteen percent. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's up to like nine point two percent. Jesus. And um, but they've already found out that he uh, he's might have already broken a law in the purchase of his um, stock. Because I guess once you hit above five percent, yeah, ownership of stock, you're supposed to disclose it publicly. Mm. And he didn't. And apparently, as a result, somehow of him, like, well, well he, but from the time that he acquired the five percent to the time that he disclosed it, he had already made like 155 million dollars in profit of course and isn't, i'm sure he's isn't that weird it. how you just magically start buying something and then you, it just turns into profit even though you're paying for it like 
I mean, stocks go up. So, yes. I mean, it makes sense on that one. I mean, it's not like it's buying a car and taking it off the lot and then knowing the car is going to go up, something that normally devalues. But um, but knowing how things work with like stuff like that, you know, with his $155 million profit, he'll probably get slapped with a steep and hefty fine of like a hundred grand or something. Yes. It's a $500,000 fine on your $155 million profit there, Elon. <laughs> Hopefully you'll learn to never do it again. You bastard. I heard, um, I saw something on Reddit specifically pertaining to him. And it was like, man, this is just like white people to tell a, um, African-American immigrant to be quiet. That's, you're so, and someone's like, wait, um, he's white. And they're like, yeah, but he's an immigrant from Africa. So. <laughs> oh man. But, but he says the main reason why he wants to, like I said, buy the stocks is because he wants to, uh stop twitter's censorship and violation of the first amendment even though you know there's no government organization passing laws to silence twitter correct um and also he's very hypocritical because like he fired an employee because he had a youtube channel where he like posted a bunch of stuff including like his experience driving his tesla and -hmm. he posted some videos of the car mount uh the car not working properly Mm -hmm. and so he was fired for that youtube channel and there was a journalist that get a, did a negative review of Tesla, but the guy had a car pre-ordered, so Elon uh, did the mature and responsible thing and uh, canceled that journalist's pre-order. <laughs> wow! And then uh, there was also the case. I guess he got the the original. I don't I don't know if it was with Top Gear or if with their new show that they did on Amazon. The, but the Top Gear guys, the three mm-hmm. the original three. Um, I guess Jeremy had done a review of Tesla that Elon didn't like. And so when they did another, when he uh, did a review of a, another model, yeah, um, the joke was that as he was driving the car and like talking about it and stuff, he had a couple lawyers in the car sitting with him. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. It's like, wait, I'm being censored. I have to stop that. Also, can you, you need to stop saying what you're saying because I don't like it. I'm going to censor you. Yes. <laughs> but actually, well, he probably doesn't use the word censor. It's kind of like how the you know people who are get mad at cancel culture say boycott instead of boycott instead of cancel, like how they're boycotting all of the books out of schools and libraries. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so my wife's been bugging me. There's a couple movies that came out on Disney Plus, and she's like, "If you don't watch these with me, I'm just gonna watch them by myself." And I'm like, "All right, fine." Let's. I've been through yeah, like I'll, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's been long enough. I like pe- people are like, I see references on, on like inst- on social media and stuff. And it's like, I don't want anything spoiled, but I can't watch stuff on social media without things getting spoiled. Yes. And I'm like, all right, fine. So we watched, we're, we watched one and I was planning on watching one with her today, but she decided to go to Disneyland instead, but I didn't tell her. I didn't want to make her uh, feel bad because I already, she just already wanted to made ditch her, her ass. Yes. Like, I already made her feel bad because she was like, as she was saying goodbye, she's like, I miss you already. And I'm like, well, you could have canceled your thing today. You're talking about doing it, but instead you chose to go. So, I mean, that's, she, that's on you. Is she doing the Lone Ranger trip today? Yes. Yes, nice. she is. I'm surprised she hasn't, like, joined up with a band of, like, other random singles that just go to Disneyland by themselves. There's got to be a group. Yeah, but then that kind of defeats the purpose of going by yourself because if that you're in a true. group, and then, yes. then you still have to. Then you have to do group things. Yep. Yes. Yep. Versus, I asked her, I'm like, so what do you have planned today? And she's like, well, I want to do this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, all right, cool, have fun. 
and she doesn't have to worry about anybody else like i don't want to do that i want to do this instead true and then you get so, in those single lines and then boom you're like flying, flying exactly <laughs> um so the movie we watched was Encanto. Gotcha. Which set in Colombia, and basically, the story is this family has been somehow bestowed upon them ma- powers, magical powers. Like one of the one of the family, like she has two sisters, and one is like super strong, and one of them basically can like make flowers. And there's like she has an aunt that can like her weather, her mood controls the weather. She has um. Her mom can like make food that heals people, mm-hmm. and so um, she has another aunt that can like hear everything. Yeah, and, and so like on on a certain birthday, there's a whole ceremony, and you go up, and like there's a door, and like basically it opens up into your bedroom, and it shows you what your powers are. Yeah, true. And so she was she was not bestowed any powers, and so she's kind of definitely the black sheep of the family. Um, she come to finds out that she has an uncle that has disappeared, and that's the that's one of the songs. If you go on social media or mm-hmm. anywhere, basically it's popped up. Though we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, which before watching that, I was like, I could have swore that was in uh, Luca because it was like, <laughs> um, they described Bruno as being like the voice in your head that tells you you not to do something or you can't do something that you're scared. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, wait, I thought they said Silencio Bruno in that. And my wife's like, yes, that's that's two different movies. And I'm like, so they have two Disney movies where we don't like Bruno's a bad thing. Yes. And one's Italian and one's Colombian. Um, but it's I mean, it's a good movie. It's Disney's definitely going down this route now, which I don't have a problem with where. But some people seem to where there's no like set villain. Mm hmm. Like, the real villain is the friends they lose along the way, I guess. It's all about personal growth and self-discovery. Um, but it's a pretty fun movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs are catchy. It's written by... The songs were written by Lin-Manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame. Mm. Like there's, there's less, rap, less rappy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Definitely, like, if you just want to hang, if you especially, you know, if you if you have kids, definitely watch it. If not, then it's there's no shame in watching an animated movie by yourself. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So I uh, went to the, I got a free movie ticket from friend of the show. Well, I guess distant acquaintance of the show, man thing now <laughs> to go see the Uncharted movie. Got you. And I almost forgot about it, and I was like looking, and I was like, "Oh wait, that's still in theaters." I thought they had taken it out, so I watched it. Have you played the games, Sean? Um, I started to play one, and I turned it off. Like I didn't think it was. It was kind of annoyed. I thought I was getting annoyed at it, and it was a free game too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's very along the same lines of gameplay as like um, like Tomb Raider and stuff. It's more. Um, explorey um, puzzle solvey of a game than it is. It's not necessarily like a um, run and uh, shoot kind of game. Yeah. No, I mean, it was like, I don't know. I just like I downloaded it and then like I went to go and then like 
it, it, it made me like check out a couple things like you know like it was like i was walking through an attic and it was i was like supposed to check out these memory things and like i then i played a game of crash bandicoot on like the ps1 on the game and then like i i get i was jumping around and doing like a puzzle thing i was just like all right I, this isn't what i need in my life I, like i'm i'm set for murders like where's the murders at? I, wanna, I just want to fight. Oh, I just want to fight stuff. You want to go full uh, Limp Bizkit and just break some fucking shit tonight? Yeah, exactly. So the movie they cast, the main two characters are played by Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, which I don't know if the character he's playing is supposed to be from Boston, but he is. <laughs> it's like, uh, at least Ben Affleck can like hide that Boston accent every once in a while. Mark Wahlberg, I think... Like, no matter what he plays, is that, oh, yeah, this character is from Boston. <laughs> and it's like, this this movie's set in the Roman Empire. Like, there was no America yet. Boston. <laughs> um, But the character, like, they have a really good um dynamic, the two actors, and even, like, some of the um, side characters. Um, Like, Tom Holland is just charming as fuck in his characters, and he actually... You don't know. No, he's from England. He puts on an American accent. Um, there's an interview I was watching with him on the Graham Norton show, and he was talking about that, about how he gets he's so used to like playing American characters that he was doing something in England. Yeah. But he put on his American voice, and the director's like, "No, no, no, no. We're in England. You're doing this for England. <laughs> <laughs> this is an English audience." And he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Hold on a second. I gotta I gotta work to get that back." <laughs> oh man, but it's just. You know, basically it's Indiana Jones-esque. Yeah. Where they're trying to, like, find um, lost gold. I don't know how true it is to the the spirit of the games. I know people weren't happy with the uh, Assassin's Creed game because it basically, like, was not necessarily true to the spirit of the game. It just kind of had the characters and not much else. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't really seen anything super negative about this on Reddit. So either people just didn't care and they gave up or it's not that bad. <laughs> I think nobody. I don't. How many? I don't even know how many people are like hardcore Uncharted fans. Um, I know. Uh, acquaintance of the show, Man Thing played them a lot. He's the only person I really know that played them. Yeah, I don't know anybody that was like, like, woo, midnight release, Uncharted, or you know, I mean, I'm gonna buy the special edition, woo. Yeah, and so there was a um, a cameo by the guy that does the the voice acting and stuff for the main character in the game. Mm-hmm. And um, when I first saw him, I was like, "Why is Patrick Warburton in this movie?" Like as a cameo. And then like they showed him a little bit more, and I was like, "Oh, never mind. It's um, uh, the guy that does the voice." I had his name, and I just forgot it. Gotcha. It's not important enough for me it's, to look up. It's not, and it's not Patrick Warburton. Warburton. It's not Patrick Warburton. No. <laughs> It's like not the same guy. It's not the same guy that gives the uh, the safety um, briefing for storing over America now or whatever it's called because it's not storing over California. Hmm. Uh, that's a fun ride. Yes, it is. That's why it always has a super long line. <laughs> yeah, the last time I went, I wanted to go on that ride, and we went over there, and it was like a three-hour wait. That's why I can't go to Disney. I can't go to the theme parks anymore, man. I can't deal with that. It's too much. No. 
no, I can't. If my wife wants to go, that's why I'm like, okay, you can have a ticket by yourself. And she's like, but what about you? And I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine pretending I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. That's how I, I'm going to go to Disneyland and buy like those super fast passes. So I don't have to deal with people. Dude, that's how they get you, especially if you're out of state. Yeah. You're like, I'm only here for like, I only get to come to Disneyland for like two days every five years. And I want to go on more than three rides. So I guess I'm going to have to pay an additional $100 because I because not all the rides are included in that pass. So you got to pay even more for yep. some of the rides. Oh, I, like, I, it, it, have they already launched this? Oh, yes. It's been launched for a while. Gosh, dude, I, I might go to Disneyland only because of that pass now. <laughs> so pay an extra, like, yeah, because I think, like, the, the, um, going all in <laughs> the Star Wars ride, not the, um, the Rise of the Resistance Star Wars ride. I think that's like an extra $15 just to, like, cut the line privileges on that one. Jesus. Just for that one? Holy Just shit. for that ride alone. Wow. Yes. That's some ballsy shit. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only, uh, it's only dumb if nobody does it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know, we talked about during our uh, cell phone game discussion. They don't need everybody to do it. They just need a couple. And yes. that's all. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's every one person that does it is fifteen more dollars that they just yeah. made that day. It's a magic. But key, if you're like right? a, that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, the, the the magic the key is the pass, but there's like the 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 uh, genie or plus or something like that. I think it's like genie something. Mm. Mm. Got you. I'm looking for it. I'll find it. So, all right. Well, you're looking up. I'm gonna move on. All right. So I went also to watch another movie in theater. So I saw two movies in theaters this week and total there was two other people in between the two movies at the theater. It's nice to go like it super early in the afternoon, midweek. Like, <laughs> like I walked in like the first time and the guy was like, are you going to, cause I just kind of stopped and looked at the board to see what else was playing. When yeah. I walked in, the guy's like, uh, are you, do you need to buy tickets or, and I had my phone out already. And he was like, Oh, okay. And so I went in, that was for a, uh, this one, Jujutsu Kaisen, was the first one I watched. Ah. Um, and there was another couple in there. And then when I saw Uncharted, I was by myself. So I think that might be... this. Might, last week might have been the last week it was in theaters. If that was the case. At least I would pull it out, have out of theaters if nobody's watching it. Oh, man. But it was weird because like, I walked in to go see Uncharted. And there was like I was literally the only person in the theater. Not like the theater, but like the whole like lobby area other than the employees. Mm -hmm. And like... The guy at the snack bar, like, like popped his head up from behind, looked at me like a sad little puppy, like, please come buy popcorn or something because it's full and I'm going to have to throw it away soon. <laughs> oh, man. So I watched, I did watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which I pretty much knew nothing about it except for based on the name. It sounded like it was going to be a prequel. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of hoped that it was going to be the story of, like, Gojo being a student at the school. Yeah. Um, and learning his masterful ways, but it did not go that far back. It was only set the previous year. So like the students in the anime that were like second year students, it was like basically them forming to their, them, their first day of school as first year students. Ah, uh, gotcha. And there's a student, and there was one student there that there was like the main character and he was cursed. Like he didn't like, not like the, um, um, 
the main character in the anime where he like swallowed the fingers or something like that. There was something else that happened to him. And so basically they're trying to figure out how to get the curse off of him. Meanwhile, another like um, person that can fight the demons and stuff basically was like declared war on the school. Mm -hmm. So they had those two things going on at the same time. Um, And so like the first year students were like the one girl that can't, she's, she doesn't, she's not, she doesn't have any powers, but she can use, fight really well with um uh, cursed weapons she's kind of like the girl in Kanto because she comes from a family of um cursed fighters yeah have abilities and then there's like the panda and the dude that can only speak in like sushi ingredients because everything else is like a curse like his voice is his curse so like if you if he says like fall or get you know crush or die or whatever that happens yeah and so they kind of talked about how that's why he speaks like that is because he accidentally cursed people. And so he's like, just afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But dude, the, it was, it's, it's as good as I expected it, which was, I expected it to be really good. Like the fighting scenes were really good and filmed well, or I guess drawn well, choreographed well. Um, the dialogue was all there, the, you know, humor, the, um, but also the seriousness, um, if you're a fan of Jujutsu Kaisen, um, it doesn't like you don't necessarily need to see that. It's not a movie where you need to watch it because it progressed the story, but I guess it shows you why Gojo is protective of the character in the in the anime and not willing to let him get killed for having a curse because he's dealt with it before, even though they don't mention it anywhere in the anime. It's that's what's weird about prequels; <laughs> they just make up their own stuff. They make up stuff, and they're like as long as like the end of the movie lines up with the beginning of the thing, the the, pre, the, the thing before, um, and we don't have to, work, but we never have to mention why they don't talk about it, like why he never tell, like Gojo's like, hey, I know you have this curse in you from eating those fingers, but I also dealt with somebody who was cursed literally last year, and mm-hmm. it worked out, so we can make this work out. So, but yeah, I, this, and this was actually my first anime movie but I've seen like of a current anime. Like I've seen, you know, movies, I guess movies that were made as movies, mm-hmm. but not about shows. Yeah. So I had, to, I guess I had to get my official anime nerd on. <laughs> oh man. But you sent me an anime, that, a new anime this season that you started watching, Sean. Yep. So in the, uh, in the theme of, uh, of romances and all sorts of other silliness things. I did, um, I ended up, uh, how did I come across this? Trying to think. I think it was recommended. Like, I think it was just like randomly recommended to me, like through like Crunchyroll or some stupid shit. So, but it, I am watching it on Crunchyroll now and it's called a harem San. A harem san wa canaria. I can't. Ha <laughs> canaria. Yes. Um, and basically, it's like the random relationship of these two students now, in like they're in high school. So basically, like they're one is like a scary looking guy with like you know resting bitch face, and like um, everybody was always afraid of him, and then. There's a, uh, and then there's also a girl who is, 
um, who also like scared people away. And so it's like their random relationship between the two of them, which is, uh, which is, uh, it, it gets pretty funny. It's only, uh, only two episodes have came out so far. Um, uh, so it is a uh, part of the spring movies, but, uh, I've definitely, I watched the second one last night, the second episode last night and they're, uh, they're pretty funny. Like I'm interested to see like how this develops. That's pretty funny. I, the one thing I do like is they have like one scene that like in different ways, but repeats itself. Um, where like in the first one, like, cause he can't really hear her talk. Like, so, you know, it opens up in him talking about how, like when he was like in junior high, he didn't really make any friends cause everyone was scared cause they, he looks mean. And then he said, he's like, I'm going to make friends with this, with my seatmate, no matter what. So I better pay attention to hit her introduction. And as soon as he finishes that little monologue in his head, he looks over and she's sitting down <laughs> her introduction. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I missed it. But then her name is on her book. Yes. And so she's kind of like ignoring him. And so come to find out that she's also like super socially awkward. Like if anybody's nice to her, she just immediately latches onto them, which she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that to you. And he's like, okay, good. We can be friends. And then she super like, grip hugs him and he's like uh okay uh maybe you should let go class is starting <laughs> but so she can't like she has like a super quiet voice and he can't really hear her and so he's trying to figure out ways to communicate and one of the ways is for her to uh write down whatever she wants to say on a piece of paper and just throw it at him and so they do a montage of her doing that and one of the scenes is him like at the you know taking a leak and there's just paper paper balls hitting him in the back of the head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then at the end, there's like a girl like looking in the door, watching them, and she gets mad and stuff. And come to find out in the second episode, that's her, the like she's super tall and she's like was seatmates with the short girl in the previous year and kind of feels her need to protect her because guys are mean to her and stuff. And yeah. so, but there's also a scene where she's like staring at him and he's in the bathroom peeing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty funny. There's just some moments where, like, you can't help but laugh because just the ridiculousness of it. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> they haven't yet. I and I'm haven't. I guess it's too new yet. So for Reddit to get on there, but like mm -hmm. the whole like uh, Lolly fans, super like being excited about the fact that this is a character, a, sh a show with a Lolly character. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah, because they make it weird. Weirder than it has to be. Mm -hmm. Even weirder than the animes make it. Yes. I like how they both have just, like, blank faces, too. Like, that's the best part. <laughs> just complete they... stone faces. <laughs> yes, and they both worried that they're, ma they're mm -hmm. making the other one mad, or... Like, in the second episode, like, the running joke is that his, uh... Zipper is down, but she can't just tell him. Yes. And then at the end of the episode, he goes home, and it's like, his sister's like, hey, you pervert, your zipper's down. And he's like, oh, no, that's what she was trying to tell me the whole day. Like, the whole literally, like, he goes to the bathroom at one point, and she's like, oh, good. And then he comes out, and his zipper's still down. And she's like, what? Mm -hmm. Anime. Good old anime so, things. <laughs> yeah, so I came, I came across this anime. It's called I'm Kodoma. Kawashira, Kawashiri, mm -hmm. and it's like basically like she's like trying to like life hack her way through life, mm -hmm. like like in the last like there's there was nine episodes and then I guess to, I when I 
went on to watch the aforementioned show. Um, there was a 10th episode. And in this one, like she's talking about how she has like a, a project due in 10 days. And she's like, okay, I just got to do 10% of the project every day. And so like one day she does a little extra, she's ahead. And then she's like, oh, and she's like, as I get further closer to the due date, it's just harder for me to work. And so by the sixth day, she's still at like 45%, the seventh day, 45%. And she's like, oh, I'm tired, though. I need to take a nap. And so she's like, I'm just going to lie on the floor. And instead of using a blanket, I'm going to have a cushion on me. And so I'll be uncomfortable and cold. And so I won't sleep. I'll only sleep for like an hour. And then it's like she wakes up and it's like six hours later. And she's like, oh, apparently I can't sleep like this. Also, I can't move. I'm sore. <laughs> but the thing that sucks about the show is it's literally two and a half minute long episodes. Yes. And a minute and a half is the intro. Yes, literally a minute and a half is the opening credits to the point where they have to do the opening, the closing credits over the show because they want to, I guess, maximize as much showtime as possible of the remaining minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it should it's be the opposite. Annoying. But it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, the way she just messes, like the one, there's one episode where she's like eats a big breakfast and she's like, oh, I ate too much. I'm gonna take a nap and then wakes up and it's dinner time and she's like. Oh, I didn't have lunch. So I guess I can have to. I can have an extra big dinner, and then she's like, "And I got to stay up and do work." So she eats, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm tired. I'm gonna go back to bed." And then it's like the next day at lunch, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't have breakfast. I'm hungry." Yes. <laughs> what on, like, what day is it? What meal is this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I watched like two episodes. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> you, got, you got the point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and then, like, the, it was very annoying that it was, like, a minute and a half of uh, intro that I had to skip through, because Crunchyroll just doesn't auto-skip to, like, to the next point, and then it'd be, like, to your point, like, after half the episode, the ending credit starts, like, popping up, and it's just, like, I can't do this. And I was, like, if you go on, the, are you, do you still use VRV, or are you just straight Crunchyroll? Um, I've been using Crunchyroll and Funimation. I do need to cancel my Funimation now that, uh, it's, uh, pointless to have one. Okay, but no VRV? Um, yeah, I haven't really been using VRV lately. Yeah, one of the things that... I mean, it pays... Yeah, you get to use both. Um, with the... As long as you've linked up your account, you could use VRV or Crunchyroll. So it carries over like the um, <laughs> what you have saved and stuff. Yep. yep okay. Yep, yep. That was what the main reason why I didn't go to Crunchyroll was because I was worried that like I would lose my like watch list or previously watched shows. No, no, you just log in with your VRB account and then boom, you're good. Sweet. Helpful. The, the helpful hints are always in the comments. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. But then I finished another anime. The Osomake rom-com where the best friend wins. Which, at first it starts off with him, like, liking a girl, come to find, that's, like, a random girl at the school, and then, or supposedly, but the, and then, but then, like, come to find out his neighbor, who's, like, his childhood friend loves him and stuff, and you're like, oh, so she's the one that gets him? <laughs> of course not, that's not how it works. That would be too easy. Um, come to find out that the girl that he likes was, like, this girl that he had known years ago, but um, I guess either he didn't know it was a girl or didn't like, didn't think about it being her. Cause at the time she had like short hair and wore a hat and yeah. they were like super young kids. 
but she also liked him. And so technically she's also a childhood friend. And then of course, a little, like a little bit later, a third person shows up who, cause he was like a child actor and he kind he, his mom was an actress as well. And she died filming on a show that they were doing together. And so basically he kind of finished the show because that's like the show that his mom wanted to do. And then once that show done finished, he like disappeared from the scene of acting. And so this one actress that they had worked together and stuff, and she like looked up to him showed up. Mm -hmm. And so the whole, the whole thing is like the three of them fighting over him. Uh And also like the backstory of like the studio is finding out where he is. Mm hmm. Because like the the video of him like professing his love to the best friend and then her like out of like girl spite turning him down and even she's like wait did I just say no why did I say no <laughs> um that went viral and people were like hey isn't that him <laughs> and so they're trying to like get him to come back to be an actor again mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where the show goes after that like him dealing with the studio stuff and the three girls it's. It's pretty funny. These characters are all likable. Like there's it's very similar in that regard to um um quintessential quintuplets where you're like okay, like there's not one girl here that I just want to like get kicked to the curb. Correct. So um there's only like 12 episodes. And, and you know, I was thinking a while ago. I've been thinking this for a while. Like I don't watch romance like like i don't my wife watches like hallmark where it's all cheesy romance and love and stuff and i'm like that stuff sucks and then i'm like i'm gonna go watch this romance anime though because it's gonna be great (laughs) yes oh man yes so i don't know if i'm a hypocrite or anime if it's just because it's animated and i'm a nerd like that or i don't know (laughs) i just know there's something wrong who knows i don't know what to tell you you Speaking of things being wrong, <laughs> Destiny Destiny is cracking down on a specific word, Sean, and they're banning they're like banning clans from being using this word in their name. And if you have this word in the name of your clan, mm-hmm. clan this kicked out basically, like just canceled. They're canceling this word, Sean. Oh boy, what is it? And so, like, before I get to the word real quick, I was like, people were talking about it. And it's like, dude, I literally played with a guy that was like, like, his his username was Jeffrey Epstein, and his t- his title was Undying. <laughs> and, and someone's like, yeah, I played with a guy, his name was like Adolf Hitler, but it was like in elite speak with letters and numbers. And like, they're just like all these horrible names, right? Like, yeah, that so but the word that they're banning, Sean, yeah. Because it's in regard, it's 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 a it's both an offensive word towards Titans apparently, and also because people don't know anything about the military, they think it's an offensive word towards the autistic. Mm-hmm. But the word crayon. Really. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> think we can't have the Crown Eaters Club anymore. Nope, gone. Banned. Super banned. Super banned. Because, you know, the joke always was that the Marines, that's like a Marines joke because they're all, they're all stupid. But somewhere, kind of like how the OK symbol or different things on like t- Reddit, I mean not Reddit, but uh, Twitter and or um, oh, I can think of that horrible other website that's like, like Reddit but worse. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where they're like, they make something what it's not. And then like, because somebody else believes it. So now somehow the people at destiny feel that, uh, using the word, saying the word crayon, um, is an offense towards the autistic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It seems, it seems kind of sus. Because <laughs> the joke is like, um, you know, it, for those that don't play, um, Destiny, so you have the three classes. So you have like the hunter who's supposed to be like the stealthy guy, and then um, the warlock is supposed to be like the knowledge, and then Titan is like, is like, you know, the muscle. And so like, you know, we always... Everybody goofed off for that, you know, the Titan would just, their solution to everything was just punch it or, you know, fight through it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense. If you hit it hard enough, it'll work. So, that's where, like, a lot of, um, like, the crown eater kind of thing came from. Because it was just like, oh, like, here goes the crown eater just gonna go thunder crash, you know? the boss or something like that makes no sense <laughs> like we and it's funny because we even have like i have a scene where it was like our first time trying to uh fight this boss and uh you know our old friend uh who's now uh you know a lost cause mp johnson uh literally thunder crashes thunder crashes across the map to try to hit this boss and it he ends up hitting him and it kills him and like we and we get our fight our first clear of uh the deep stone crypt raid so it was just like yes it was like like perfect like just <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't make sense. so it's it's definitely like a it's supposed to be like a funny thing and you know um but yeah i don't know it definitely got tied into, you know, into, like, certain special need things, and I don't know why it did, but it's kind of annoying that, you know, you can't have, like, simple fun without it turning into something crazy anymore. Right, and I just found the post on Reddit. I'm going to put it on our uh, Discord, but um, it's gotten so bad that they, that the, the Reddit mods locked the um, thread for multiple rules violations. I believe it. I believe it. Stir. Yeah. That's crazy. Everybody's so angry these days. Can't even play a damn video game without somebody getting upset about something. Right? Yeah. That's uh, why we can't have nice things. No. So, yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> but, and the thing is, too, is, like, with them doing this, now that, like, somewhere in the, like, the media is going to pick up on it. And they're going to report that crayon is a slur against autistic people. Yes. So are they saying that the Marines are all autistic? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. But, but on a happier note, Sean, you did a thing. I, uh, on, on, uh, on the, on the, uh, on the stream this week on that you can watch, Hobbyhead Pro Mondays and uh, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. Um, I've been making my way through uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and I finished the main campaign, Danny, and guess what? 
guess what my game completion was after finishing the main campaign and trying to do side quests and so so much i'm gonna say 55 percent uh too low too low too low okay it was 73 okay. <laughs> percent like after after i beat a bunch of the main stories and stuff i was only i'm only at 73 percent of the game done <laughs> Oh, so much to do, man. So much to do. Yeah, like, I ended up, you know, uh, watching anime and going to movies instead of playing. So I'm super far behind. Like, I still haven't made it to the... I, I just... I did the quest where you, like, unlock Gaia, and then she tells you you have to go get the three pieces. Yes. And then I did a couple other side quests after that, but oh, I think I'm on my way now to go to the, um, the first one. Gotcha. You go to first. Oh, my sweet boy, you have so much time ahead of you. I know, I know. <laughs> the thing, too, about Horizon is you have to play the game to unlock stuff, and then you have to go back to the beginning map to finish, like, doing things. Like, there's certain areas, like, you could go to, but you're not going to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish because you don't have the right tools because you haven't progressed far enough in the main game. So it makes right. it to where it's like, oh, there's so much to do. Right. So I've already ran into a few areas where it's like, oh, you need you need a different weapon or tool to do this. Come back. Come back later. And it's like, oh, come back. So much on the map. So I can remember is this <laughs> on the map so I can remember where it is. <laughs> or do I just got to wander around aimlessly and hope I find it again. <clears throat> No, it should um it should mark it on your map like like oh, the yeah. flowers and stuff. Luckily enough, <laughs> right, that stuff does. Did you when you um when you started playing the game? Did you pick where they showed you where things are, or did you pick the no things? I'll just explore option. I think I picked the first one. I think. Okay, because I was wondering if you would have like done the second one, just because like the first one I think is because I picked the first one as well. Like, just I'm like, look, man, I got I got a job and responsibilities. I can't be like, so I think the first one is like it points out where like all the like harvestable resources are, like whether it's like the stuff to make your arrows or a, a rock on the ground or like the uh, like when you um, go when you run up next to it. Maybe I didn't then. No. No, when you like when you're just walking around, there's like a little icon that like pops up and you can see it. Oh no, then I pro I didn't Point. choose that. Okay, you went the hardcore, the more hardcore route. Yeah, like if I, uh, like, if I walk over something, like it'll like pop up, like I can pick it up. Yeah, no, this one like the explore the the show me where shit is option is like you're walking through a field and you can see like little like icons that point like pointing from the ground up and it's like say hey there's something here that you can gather mm -hmm. it doesn't specifically show you what it is it just shows that there so you can walk up and it could be you know some, some a food ingredient it could be you know the the ridgewood it could be the health stuff or it could be a rock but at least yeah. you know there's something there so yeah i'm I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna be ashamed to admit this, but like I said, I'd kind of try to like. I didn't pick the easy mode on the game, but if there's anything that can make my experiences a little <laughs> more uh, easy yeah. going, no, I mean it makes sense. 
<laughs> yeah, but I also didn't pick one of the, the like the most difficult setting either. I picked like I think I picked the second easiest, the medium or whatever. Where it's like, yeah, I want to like actually fight stuff because it's like the first the easy mode is just story mode, where it's like it just seems like you're just gonna walk through and like threaten the dinosaurs and they die. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I picked the I picked the middle option as well, just to just because I wanted to have like a little bit of balance. But yeah, I definitely noticed like. The more I've leveled up and empowered, like leveled up stuff, like a lot of the smaller machines are just easier to knock down, and it feels like like the bigger ones. It's just more of a, you know, plain smart kind of thing versus uh, just balls of the wall play. Yeah, because like there's the one quest where you run into somebody from the f first game, and like she's looking for somebody that was also in the first game, and you're kind of going through and you end up at a point where like you're want to go through like go through a cave but the cave there was like a cave in mm -hmm. but like you have to fight something right before there and i'm just like yeah i'm just gonna do this the lazy way and so i just went and set a couple traps and went and hid <laughs> went back out set a couple more traps made some traps well like those while well, i waited for the thing to come back around and trigger those traps and it's like oh i actually didn't have to you know pull the arrow bow any weapons off my back just killed it with traps and love i'm gonna i'm gonna make a confession right now i have yes. only made one trap in the whole game i've literally been um using the uh the power bow and then switching back to the warrior bow and just going going to town with arrows okay yeah, yeah. That, that's I mean, my that's... that's my favorite is while they're just walking around use the power bow with one of like the like the perks you unlock on it and be like boom bitch and then uh like shoot a weak spot on it and then uh and then i switch to the warrior bow and then as they kind of get close looking i'll be like start letting it rain lane rain arrows and i definitely like have noticed that every time i fight something i immediately go for how do I salvage the special gear off the bot, off the robot? <laughs> like I always I, double check to make sure it's like, do I have to knock it off or do I have to just make sure it stays intact? Yeah. Cause like even in the beginning of the game, you know, I did this more in this game than I did the last game where I, uh, um, use the rocks. Mm -hmm. Like I would hide, throw the rock and then let it come over close, close to me. And as soon as it like kind of started to walk around, turn away around to walk away, I'd just silent kill it. And then like it's buddy that's in the same area. would be like, Hey, there's a dead, there's a robot down over here. And then it comes over to investigate. And then it turns around and you kill that with the silent strike. Yeah. Like I got the achievement for like however many silent strike kills you need. Like before I even left the first area. <laughs> nice. Uh... That's too yeah, funny. So, <laughs> like, you didn't quite go full Leroy Jenkins, but you definitely weren't as stealthy and, like, you know, Metal Gear Solid hide kills as I was. Yes. <laughs> well, that's, you know what, man? I will say I like that they did not change that much about this game. Um, Because there's a lot of games where they come out with the sequel and they're like, we don't want to make it the same because everyone will be bored. And it's like, but everyone loved the combat in the first game. Yeah. And the reason why they loved the combat was that there's so many different ways to fight. Like you can like you can do the traps and do it that way, or even like they have the trip wires, or you can use the different bow and arrows, or you can, you know, stealth kill depending yeah. on, you know, your level and stuff. Or 
even you can either like once you when unlock the ability to control the robots, you can like bring them over and just take one under control and use them to kind of distract as you silently and then stealth kill from there as well. Like yeah, it's it's basically like personable to however you want to do the combat. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. This I'm 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 happy I got this game. Like they didn't they didn't ruin anything from the first game. Um, they just made everything better. Yeah, I mean, this game has literally uh, been, like, my main two game to play over the last month, and even after I beat Destiny, the Witch Queen main story campaign, I, I came back to this. Like, I haven't even picked up Destiny since the last raid, since the opening raid. So, I'm, like, super behind in my Destiny stuff. So much destiny yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just that's why I just broke up with it. Uh, it just was it was a poor release time. Like it literally two games I really wanted to play came out at the same time. So like one is gonna have to win, right? Yes. <laughs> and you chose to play the better of the two options. Well, here we go. <laughs> uh... I'm not wrong, am I? Uh, I like both of them though. It just this one is much more just much more uh, uh, involved. I mean, it's a huge single player game. So, uh, did you see the trailer for Hellblade Two? Yes, I did. <laughs> How, dude, she looks fucking crazy, man. She's fucking nuts, right? I'm ready for like. Well, I mean, this is gonna turn into more of a hack slash game where she's just gonna fuck shit up. I mean, that's the whole point of the game is that she's crazy, yeah. or is she? I don't know. She definitely looks crazy in this one. <laughs> right. Well, because it's like like um. She hears voices, but are the voices real? And that's why you know yes. part of the that's like the main reason why the people that made the game went and talked to people that have had like both auditory and visual hallucinations as part of their um, psychological issues and stuff. And so, you know, looking at some stuff from actual psychiatrists playing, like like watching playthroughs of the game, and they're like, okay, this is this is like scarily, like authentic, how they treated the subject matter. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so it looks like we don't even get like a, we don't even have a release date yet for Hellblade. So it said or the earliest it would be is holiday twenty twenty two. So, um, so there's a lot of holidays like Fourth of July, Thanksgiving, yeah. and then Plague Tale doesn't have any release date either. The second one. Did well, you play through that I, one I, yet? No, I have not. Yeah, I um, it's a much more casual game. I know we talked about it on the show, but if when you uh when you get when you need a when you need a more casual game to play like definitely give that one a go this year you'll or like it the next one comes out yeah i mean you got time they don't even have a release date so <laughs> yeah you're giving it the the sean seal of approval yep especially since it's on game pass so oh, i don't have i i also broke up with all my um, Microsoft stuff. Got you. So you could just probably try to buy it for like 20 bucks then. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I can do the PlayStation thing where it's on the, the PlayStation Games Pass. It'll be on there. 
That is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, all right, everybody. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast. Like I said earlier, I'm streaming on Twitch, Hoppyhead Pro, Mondays and Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, thank, like, like I said, thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.